<sighs> All right, look, I know what I said. <laughs> but this topic popped up, and I know for a fact that we won't be able to talk about it on our first episode back because, again, right. that's going to be all catch up. Right. No mustard. Um, Ass. A little bit of relish. A little bit of relish. A little bit of relish. Oh, actually, maybe a little bit more than a little bit of relish. We're talking about two trips here. Right. We want to right. relish those memories. Yeah. yeah, about Lenny Kravitz. So I want to get away. Man, I love that song. Um, I was scrolling Twitter. Um, actually, I was looking for. Uh, do I want to give the state? Nah, nah, y'all, 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 y'all gotta wait for that. Um, I'm <laughs> for the future, uh, for the show, hmm. and I happened to stumble across. A comment from somebody on Twitter uh, uh, talking about uh, them being happy that there were black media members that too. holding uh, Lenny Kravitz to task. And I'm like, what did Lenny Kravitz do? So, Lenny, the Kravitz boy? Yeah, I, mean, boy. I mean, so I saw, I kept seeing his name, but none of the things that I saw actually expressed what the story fully was. Right. So right. again, I was like, all right, Lenny Kravis did something. Oh, well, in my head at the time, I'm like, ain't like we can talk about that shit no time soon. So I'm not about to go research this. Right. And then I went and watched uh, the weekly episode of the Higher Learning Podcast with Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. And it was one of the topics. Let's get into it. Uh, Lenny Kravitz opens up about being shunned by major music publications. Lenny Kravitz is a rock god. He won the Grammy Award for Best Male Rock Vocal Performance four years in a row. He's played he's a, he's with music. That's I'm reading. The, I'm reading the article. I, I'm just trying to just clarify. For I'm, I'm, I'm just reading. It's going to depend on is that what that actually said. I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm reading the article. I'm, I'm reading the article. Uh, he's played he's played with music titans such as Mick Jagger, Earl Smith, Led Zeppelin, Stevie Wonder, Michael Jackson, and Jay Z. Sold 40 million records. Still, it took rock critics years to catch on to his greatness. There was quote there was this one article that at the time said if Lenny Kravitz were white, he would be the next savior of rock and roll. End quote. Uh, the musician recalled in Esquire's latest cover story, speaking about the early days of his ascent. Quote, I got a lot of negativity thrown at me by all these older white men who weren't going to let me have that position. Unquote. So when Rolling Stone magazine founder Jan Winner, yo, I feel like we've talked about him so much since they <laughs> made headlines this past September for telling the New York Times that women and artists of color were not as articulate as the white rockers he chose to feature in his book, The Masters, in discussing the importance of rock and roll, Kravitz was very disappointed, though perhaps not shocked. Quote, the statement alone, even if you just heard about the man yesterday, was appalling and embarrassing, end quote. <clears throat> but it doesn't stop with Winter, and Kravis is perhaps more confused by his reception at Black entertainment outlets. Quote, to this day, I have not been invited to a BET thing or a Source Awards thing, he told Esquire. And it's like, here is a Black artist who has reintroduced many Black art forms, who has broken down barriers, just like those that came before me broke down. That is positive, and they don't have anything to say about it. End quote. 
Kravis still can't make sense of the reception he's received over his careers. Quote, I have been that dream and example of what a black artist can do, but I'm not here for the accolades. I'm here for the experience, end quote. So when he, when this came out, <clears throat> there were, uh, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. There was backlash. That's <laughs> a bit. Um, this was an Esquire interview. After the backlash, Lenny went and talked to the Griot. Lenny Kravitz sets the record straight on comments about black media. Rocker Lenny Kravitz wants to make clear he doesn't have a beef with black media. In a statement released exclusively to the Griot, the four-time Grammy winner clarified recent comments he made in the interview with Esquire magazine in which he wondered why his success wasn't celebrated by black entertainment publications or why he'd never been invited to the BET or Source Awards. Quote, again, uh, it's just repeating the quote, but I repeat it. It bears repeating. Mm -hmm. Quote, and it's like, here is a black artist who has reintroduced many black art forms, who has broken down barriers, just like those that came before me broke down. That is positive, and they don't have anything to say about it. End quote. The comment sparks some pushback, including the column by the Griot's Michael Harriet. Quote, the comment uh -oh. I made, the, well, this is crap. This is Lenny Kravitz. Quote, the comment I made was not about quote, black media or the black community. I was specifically referring to black award shows in particular. My comment was meant to express a concern about ensuring that black artists are being recognized for their work in what is now being called, quote, non-traditional black music, which is... Excuse me. Black award shows is part of black media. Wait, wait. That's a very important point that I'm going to belabor. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, this is the full statement. <clears throat> quote, it is important to me to set the record straight on recent media reports based on an interview I did. My Black musical heritage means a lot to me, and I owe my success to my supporters who have taken this journey with me over the span of my career. The comment I made was not about Black media or black or the Black community. I was specifically referring to Black award shows in particular. My comment was meant to express a concern about ensuring that Black artists are being recognized for their work in what is now being called non-traditional Black music, which it is not. Rock and roll is the music we were instrumental in creating and is a part of our history. We must retain our heritage and celebrate that together. BET and countless others have paved the way for this type of recognition. I hope that by sharing my concern, a spotlight will be shown on this issue. Love and peace. And I have my answer about whether he's on a rollout. Kravitz's 12th studio album, Blue Electric Light, will be released March 15, 2024. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Len Lenny. Mm. No, those of you that are old enough, or maybe you watched the reruns of Good Times, there was a character named Lenny who always was trying to sell some sort of stolen merchandise in his coat. This is Lenny. Gotta talk to my man, Mr. Kravitz. Mm. So, speaking as somebody who been a fan of rock music before it was cool right. for my generation to accept it. Speaking as someone that stood on his porch with a boombox hip-hop flavored boom box with the lights that blink, blunt the Christmas lights that blink every time the bass hit. 
that would be on the porch playing Run DMC along with Megadeth. Mm-hmm. And and Ozzy Osbourne, mm-hmm. that was ostracized by many of our friends for liking that type of music. Facts. When I first saw Lenny Kravitz, he looked like a rock star. And that was part of the problem. He looked like a poser. At this point in his career, he hadn't had all the accolades, <laughs> except for his parentage, right? who his mom was, right? So he hadn't the track record. All he had was, I forget what the single was at the time. I saw him. I looked at the stuff he was wearing. And he looked like a rock star. Mm -hmm. And that was 100% the problem I had with him. Other than the fact that I really didn't dig most of his music, with the exception of the most popular single I'm sure he had, which is Get Away. All right, wait, hold up. So before you go in, (laughs) um, I mentioned that when I stumbled across the story, I was not doing any research. And the reason I decided to do any of the research is because of the Higher Learning Podcast. Mm -hmm. Well, Van, after you guys have the information, Van basically was saying, number one, he doesn't like it. The main reason he doesn't like it, not the main reason, but one of the big reasons he doesn't like it is because he used the phrase, when those that feel othered do things to further other themselves. Uh, yeah, that's a red flag statement. <clears throat> so for those that don't understand, Lenny Kravitz made this original complaint to a quote unquote, traditionally white publication. Right. When right. the backlash happened, he went to a black or, uh, publication to, to put out. out. Yeah. That already looks bad. No matter what, even yeah. if it was a, even if it was a situation Genuine. where I could legitimately say, mm-hmm. "Oh, you, you just messed up. You didn't. Right. I, I knew what you meant when you first said it. Right. This looks bad. This yeah. looks terrible." Yeah. Rachel's retort to that was, "Um, well, probably they lied to him, like his publicist or whatever lied to him, and she, she based that on." her own personal experience but the difference what she didn't what i feel like she left if i understand what she says Mm -hmm. what i feel like she misses the mark on is she told the story about when she was the the bachelorette when she was the bachelorette she told the publicists for the bachelorette that she wanted to speak on black um platforms Mm -hmm. and the publicist basically came back to her and said nah they don't want to talk to you the difference here is the bachelorette is the plus delta right in that situation right the bachelorette's publicist you are not the plus delta right. in that scenario right Lenny Kravitz is the plus delta yeah. in his situation yeah and that's his publicist your he publicist pays. didn't lie to you other people's publicists lie to you. Right. 
That's completely different. It's not the same thing. That's completely different. Um, and uh, with Van, oh, um, and Rachel belabored the um, point of when Lenny gave his explanation, I'll call it. Mm-hmm. Um, that, see, he didn't say black media. He said award shows. Let, so let me be very clear and intentional with what I'm about to say. He named two award shows. We're not going to, I'm not going to be obtuse and semantically hold him to those two specific ones Mm -hmm. because more exists. Yes. However, one doesn't exist without a publication body attached to it. Right. So the BET Awards is tied directly and doesn't exist without the media company BET. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And so Stephen Hill, who used to be big at BET, um, he posted to his Instagram a picture of him and Lenny Kravitz with the caption, hashtag Flashback Friday, Lenny Kravitz and your boy on the set of 106 in Park on what I believe was his first, but I know was not his last visit to the show. One of my favorite musicians slash performers of all times. Loved stretching the mold and programming his music on Wild AM in the early 90s as well. Looking forward to his new music, but have a great day, everybody. A fan then asked, but was he invited to the BET Awards? Steven responded, I respect that question because you don't know me. Understandable. But anyone who knows, knows. And that's my answer. Merry Friday. Now, Rachel took this to mean, oh, he didn't say yes. So you were very clear about saying that he was invited to 106 in Park, but you wouldn't answer the question if he was there. Oh, jeez. Tim, I have a question. Oh, jeez. I have a question. Hmm. Is it not clear? And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Is it not at least to be inferred by that caption that his goal is not to throw Lenny Kravitz under the bus, but Mm -hmm. to clear his name? Yeah, that's why he was purposely vague at that last part. Yeah. Because he didn't want to throw him under the bus. Okay. He didn't want to say what he knew would be the key thing they would ignore everything else <laughs> everything else and and they'd have focused on that last part had he been more vivid in his Facts. response Facts. It's, I, it, I mean come on it, it, to me it's fairly obvious um <laughs> i just, you know look bro, bro. here's the reality you've been on that network numerous times as far as on any award shows, you kind of undermine your point when you say you're not there for the accolades, you're there for the experience. When the first thing you kind of mentioned was BET Awards, not BET News, not BET anything else, media involved that just exposes the art to people who might be interested and don't know it exists. No. You said awards, sir. Yep. And 
you should take those Grammys and feel good about them. Absolutely. You earned those Grammys. You earned those Grammys. And one of the things that I, when I was growing up, one of the things that was obvious is that there was a small, minute percentage of our community that fucked with rock. Mm -hmm. That wasn't always the case. Years and years back in the past, you know, when Black folks was doing that, right? They messed with rock. Mm-hmm. My generation was growing up did not mess with rock. They didn't. You had club, go go, R and B, and then rap when it came along, and these little amalgam other types of stuff that came in the middle of that, right? But not rock. That was not the predominant in the city I grew up in. They had a clear rock station, 98 Rock. And they had V103, which was the R&B, you might get some hip-hop every now and then station. Right. You look at the demographic breakdowns of those two stations, there is an ethnic demographic attachment to each one of those. A lot of White folks listen to 98 Rock. Small percentage of black folks may have listened every now and then. Yeah. Lots of black folks listen to V103. Small, minute amount of white folks might listen to it every now and then. The type of music you're doing at that period of time was not the favorite, not amongst the favorite genres of the black community. That doesn't mean the stuff you was doing was bad. Because even no. though I didn't like most of the stuff you did, it wasn't for me. There are people that obviously did. But when it comes to this sort of thing, it was very rare that there was a song that overlapped that could be played on V103 and 98 Rock. Michael Jackson was one of the rare that could be played on 98 Rock. Yeah, and V103. Yeah. That's not you, sir. Living Color was one of the rare groups mm-hmm. that could be played on 98 Rock and V103. Or V1042, which is more of an amalgam. Right, right. That wasn't you. So, because that wasn't you, when people go to program stuff and market stuff, and figure out what their audience wants so they can get the most out of the audience share. They're going to have content on there that it's been demonstrated their audience wants to see and hear. With all due respect, you were not, for the most part, what that audience wanted to hear. Right. That didn't, that still didn't stop them from letting you on that network. Correct. And attempting again, to expose you your music. 106 in Park several times. So to the other thing that you mentioned at the end, the promo. Mm-hmm. Me and SBJ talked about it a little before that, but I didn't really get into 
the issues I have with what he did with this. Mm-hmm. Um, Because we're in a really weird place right now where too many people think that by saying hurtful or hate-filled rhetoric, it gets them the attention and space to talk about good things. Or it gets them the attention to then promote. We've seen this done several times by several different artists of all ilks, all genres of music, even outside of music. The thing that they fail to realize is that that incendiary bullshit that you spew, it undermines the so-called good things in the minds of a lot of people. And it contributes to an overall poisoning of the discourse that's been happening in this culture. This culture is on the decline because of shit like this, because Mm -hmm. of weaponizing um, the worst parts of human nature for monetary gain and doing it in your rhetoric and in your narrative. Because this is what humans base opinions on. Narratives. They base behavior off of narratives that they've accepted. How do you do those type of things? Well, the quickest way to frame a narrative is through words. Mm -hmm. That's the quickest way to frame a narrative, right? What it looks like to me when you promoted your shit there at the end was that, hey, now I'm getting some attention in these spaces because people were upset at what I said. So let me put it out there that I'm about to drop something. And let's say that wasn't your goal in the beginning. Right. It's the results that matter. And what it's what it looks like mm-hmm. that matters. You need to chill, bro. You got your Grammys. People like you, you've been around long enough where my initial opinion of you don't matter because you've been right. around long enough to uh, to attain an audience where, like that one guy said, like he's one of the greatest ones to ever live. I will never think that. That's just me. That's me. Sure. And my opinion may have held some small weight back when you first came out because had someone made that statement when you first came out, Nobody would have been like, come on, who was he? This guy just got, he just got here. What are you talking about? But one thing about time, when people put time in, it does color the way people see Thanks. their value, their worth. Oh, he was here for a long time, so he must be the greatest. And no, that's that, the thing. Accolades. That's the thing. And there's a little bit of credence to it because accolades. for you to survive and be relatively consistent that's a kind of big deal yeah yeah now i can't pretend i can't pretend to know the struggles of one lenny kravitz in the music industry right right the things he had to deal with the conversations that the absolutely violating conversations that he must have heard about him from execs from other musicians in that space because he was an odd man in that space, an odd duck. In that genre, you are an odd duck Yeah. in the time when you entered that shit. But, bruh, stop trying to point the finger over here at us. Bruh. Cut that shit out, bro. Because with all of the things that take place 
in this country, when it comes to media, the least served, the least respected, the least valued form of media is black media. It's not a mistake. What we talked about earlier, it's not a mistake that it was so many complaints being made by people in black media about how some of these artists, be they actors, musicians, whatever, when they first come on the scene, they can't get no attention from none of them other big media outlets. Mm -hmm. They come running, sniffing, sniffing black media hiney for an interview or for a puff piece or for something to expose their shit only for them to get propped up because they're talented. They get propped up and then that propping up process of sticking like like moving them higher so more people can see them yeah allowed for the larger media segments to see them and go hey that guy there's pretty good that girl there's pretty good let's go and interview them yeah then you finally get those interviews you finally get seen by an audience that wouldn't have known you existed had it not been for black media prop you up but you couldn't get nobody else to pay attention to your monkey ass Mm-hmm. then you're famous and then you're revered and you're celebrated and then you ain't got no rep for black media no more you walk down these fucking red carpet shits to go to the uh, movie premiere and you walk past the black media to go talk to everybody else you think yeah. motherfuckers don't see that some of the same people that probably gave you your first fucking interview are standing on that goddamn line trying to get money because your your interview is money. Right. It's something they can push, they can sell. It becomes a product. All they want is a few words from your ass. And a lot of y'all walk right past them and go to the other media outlets. So when you say shit like this, those raw feelings, mm-hmm. they're going to come to play. And if you use that to promote your shit, then respectfully, I hope you get a thousand plays. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Because I'm, I'm t- yo, I, the one thing I am tired of is motherfuckers trying to agitate us to get clicks. Yeah. And it's too fucking much. No. I don't know if outside of a literal sense, I've ever seen a better representation of the idea of throwing a rock and hiding your head. Yeah, bruh. yo because like within a week you said the original thing again at at white media right and then you came to black media to say the to back backtrack a little bit yeah let me watch this a little bit hold up this shit ain't it wasn't like that y'all and it's like what's going on oh i have an album coming out in a couple months and I'm sorry, so, I, I, I would like to give you the benefit of the doubt that, that this is completely coincidental. <laughs> but I, I would have done it. I want to make clear I don't necessarily think this is maliciously intentional. Maybe not. But I saw what I saw. I saw what I saw. I heard what I heard. Yeah. So uh, we were talking, we were talking about uh, this, and two questions popped up in my head. Mm. One, 
uh, with Lenny Kravitz's multiple Grammy wins, and I don't know, but I would imagine more nominations. Mm-hmm. Has he spoken out about black music not mm-hmm. being this is not being thing. represented properly at the Grammys? Honestly, I haven't seen. I it. don't know, and I, I did a like cursory. You did a cursory search. I did not find it. See, don't you think that we would have? It'd have been easier to find. We would have heard it. Something would have crossed our ear. But also, the second question that crossed my mind about this particular thing is: Okay, you're saying you weren't, you hadn't been invited to any black music awards. What is your play like? as far as the billboard charts, which the ones that cater specifically to the African-American experience. Which was my point earlier. Adult R&B airplay. Mm-hmm. Number one hits, zero. Top 10 hits, zero. Songs, one. Um, Next one. Hot R&B and hip-hop songs. Number one hits, zero. Top 10 hits, one. Right. Songs, four. Uh, R&B hip-hop airplay. Number one hits, zero. Top zero, top 10 hits, zero. Songs, one. Adult R&B airplay. Number one hits, zero. Top 10 hits, zero. Songs, one. What did I say earlier about that? The music, the, the lane that you're in is not favored in our community. So right. a lot of media outlets, are they're trying to get, there's always been an algorithm. Yeah, before the internet. Yeah, yeah. It's always been an algorithm. It was just more manual back then. Exactly. And they're going to cater to their audience that they catering to. Yeah. You don't fit that. Your name ain't being shouted at the rooftops by that audience. Yeah. Um, I have never had somebody say to me, oh, you get that new Lenny Kravitz. That's and funny. And I hate you. And I hate you. I hate you for using that. But that's funny. So the, the main reason that the second question came up in my head is because of, well, let's get to some uh, Twitter reaction to this whole thing. Um, first one, uh, someone says, Black media caters to Black audiences. Lenny Kravis did not make music for Black audiences. Damn, that sound like what There was about. no incentive Black media outlets to cover artists that audience didn't care about. Somebody... Uh, quote tweeted them and said, Lenny Kravitz is a rock and roll artist. Black people create rock and roll. Black people listen to rock and roll. Black people listen to Lenny Kravitz. You're missing the point. Not only, not only are they missing, because I'm a black person that listens to rock, but not, yeah. only, not only are you missing the point, because what this shows is you're myopic in your view. Yeah. How many black people listen to Lenny Kravitz? Right. That's the point. That's the point. <laughs> Uh, somebody else, uh, Lenny Kravitz said, black media never supported me. Black media said, because your white publicist denied us access to you. I saw that. I saw that one. I saw that one. <laughs> I mean, and here's another person that misses the point. To those, to the black folks saying that Lenny Kravitz doesn't make music for us. Number one, Sister Rosetta Thorpe, a black woman created rock and roll. Number two, Lenny is heavily influenced by Jimi Hendrix. Number three, nothing. just because you don't listen to rock doesn't mean we don't. Yeah, you missed that the point. Nothing. You missed the point. Also, you missed um, the point. Go talk, please. Do me a favor, seriously. Go talk oh, to the shit. black person and have them give you Jimi Hendrix playlist, right? His discography, name songs right. off of it. It's a similar thing. 
Yeah. Not quite to the extent of Lenny. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure this is fucking it's further Hendrix. back. Yeah, right. yeah. This is Hendrix. Right, right, right. Further back, and some of his music has been in movies and shit Absolutely. like that. You know, one thousand percent. I guarantee you, they're not going to be able to rattle off those titles. The scale is going to be different, yeah. but it's going to be the same yeah. type of situation. Yeah. Um, this is interesting if true. Again, this is Twitter. I'm not about to fact check none of this shit. Facts. Um. This is interesting, if true. Lenny Kravitz complaining about Black award shows and then dropping a tour that's only going to Croatia, Germany, and Belgium is pissing me the fuck off. So if true, his people, his, that makes his scheduling, did the exact same thing that the Black media did. They looked mm-hmm. at who's interested in your shit. That's where we're sending you. You know why? Because that's going to put butts in the seats because they want to hear you. That's going to make money. And we get the market this shit because you get to stand there on stage with 30,000 people in the audience doing this shit. Right. And we can get that 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 great picture everybody wants from behind you, the mm-hmm. crowd, and you with mm-hmm. the guitar doing a Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um... Lenny Kravitz should probably ask his white manager, white agent, and white whoa, publicist whoa, how whoa, many whoa. Black... Hey, 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 <laughs> how many black events he's been invited to and was never informed. Black talent acts so clueless. Give me a fucking break. Um, next one. The Lenny Kravitz shit is what happens when you don't operate in black spaces. Yeah. Lenny Kravitz is respected, but he runs in different circles. Thanks. If he wanted to show up, I'm sure we would welcome him because yeah. that's what we do, but you can't run from blackness and act confused. Yo, stop. That that part. Yo, some of y'all really bother <laughs> me with that. Let me tell you something. I am unapologetically black. Unapologetically African. Don't give a fuck. What nobody else has to feel about it or think about it. I would just yeah. love to see some of y'all keep that same. Listen, you can't. Some of y'all be running from the darkness, baby. Y'all be running from the darkness, and then as soon as shit don't go your way, you want to then point at the darkness and go, "The darkness never embraced me. You can't run from it." Right, yo. Somebody said I didn't want to say anything because I know y'all think you're cute or whatever, but pretending oh, Lenny Kravitz, oh, but pretending, oh, but pretending Lenny Kravitz hasn't always made white girl Gap jeans commercial music oh, one of the funny oh, aspects of this nostalgia rewriting. Ask all, uh, bro, listen. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, whenever somebody, uh, whenever somebody makes waves there are going to be bad faith actors yeah. there are going to be people who always wanted you know that thing where they have something they want to talk about but they're yes. looking for a way yes they're looking for an end. someone said yeah that's boring or whatever but remember when lenny kravitz had the big round age of 36 dated 18 year old devon aoki <laughs> in 2000 oh. Oh. i also just stumbled because whenever i have situations on the show where we're talking about a, a big like let's be clear yeah lenny kravitz is a superstar Yo, how long? How long? Is, how long has he been um, in the exactly? Yeah. So whenever we have something where a superstar is saying something about the black community, a black superstar is saying something about the black community as far as in the realm of being othered or othering themselves right. or feeling like the the black community othered them or whatever, right. Right. I always do a Google search for their name and on black issues. Yes. Right. Yes. Always. Yes. 
one article that came up is the article from last year by his daughter who basically said hold up matter of fact i have the, the i headline. know what you're talking about she says she was uncomfortable with her blackness growing up how that happened i i listen i'm just i'm just reading what the headline said yo how that happened though Cause oh shit, that's funny. It's the next tweet. Zoe Kravitz once said she didn't know a lot about her black heritage. This falls squarely on Lisa Bonet and, and Lenny Kravitz. On, Lenny surrounds himself with white handlers. This is not the fault of black people. I'm glad the black media is pushing back on his lies. Leave us alone. Yo, oh, and here's the original tweet that I saw that started this whole. This is <laughs> this is the original tweet that I saw that started this whole rabbit hole that I went on. I love how black media is letting Lenny Kravitz ha and his white PR have it because we don't put black celebrities with white handles on blast enough. Oh, it's a thread. Okay, and, and they continue. There are a lot of black celebrities who don't show love to the few good black publications that exist, and their white publicists definitely gatekeep too. Half the time, the latter don't even know any black publications yes. at all. Yes. The industry is so gatekept and segregated from press trips to who gets access in the media. Thanks. Now that GQ and Vogue are pretending to care about black artists, it's over. But I gotta add, Lenny Kravitz has covered Essence and Uptown a time or two. That's what I can think of off top, so I don't know what this is about. Clicks, rage baiting. Adding that it's not just white publicists either. Sometimes black publicists That's and right. creatives get it in their heads that they don't want to be pigeonholed and that appearing in a black publication hinders growth when it's usually actually the other way around. No, you see, like we said earlier, when you, nobody knows who the fuck you are, it's black media that pushes you up high enough where you can be seen by these other motherfuckers. But you know, Again, uh, Lenny, no, let me tell you something. One thing, one thing that ain't happening in my house, Lenny, mm. my daughter's not uncomfortable with her blackness, and neither is my son. Right. Two more. Uh, I'm no professional, but I also feel like if he really wanted to go, he could have. Like, he can just show up. It's Lenny Kravis. They're not going to turn him away. Grammy Facts. Lenny. Um, and the last one is another thread. <clears throat> Lenny Kravitz having a white team that ignores black media and him being, quote, clueless is the conversation I want to have. And then we can walk on over to the black celebrities with white teams that usher them past black outlets on red carpets while the celebrities mm. nervously mm. smile at us while allowing mm. said team to make a beeline mm. towards white media. Mm. The other part is Did many black think? celebrities yeah. have no idea that this goes on because they just show up and let their teams lead without any inquisitional concern. Rightfully so, that's not their job, but many of them do. All I ask is that black talent pay attention to your press runs and interview schedules. When you don't see us, ask. When you don't see us on red carpets, ask. When you don't see us on your radio and TV runs, ask. If you prioritize us, they have no choice. For years, black media has been pushed to the back of red carpets and listed at the bottom of press runs. Huge shout out to all the black and many non-black publicists who fight for us. It is a thing. It's been a thing. And we can rewrite the narrative with awareness. Uh, that's all I got. No promo here. I've been working in black media half my life. I don't want to just see change. I want to feel it and be a part of it. Yeah. So this, ironically, this is exactly why y'all was mad at Brie Larson. Mm. Y'all was mad at Brie. When you look, not the sensationalized shit that motherfuckers took, twisted, altered to try to make it say something right. you didn't say. 
Right. If you look at what she actually was talking about, bro, she was complaining about the fact that, yo, can some of these people of color uh, media outlets get an interview? While we're right. always going to these other ones right here that focus on white males, the white male demographic, when there's these other black, Latino, um, uh, you name it, Asian, you name it, outlets, mm-hmm. we can go there and get them some interview. Right. Y'all, and a lot of y'all talk shit on Brie. Yeah. Saying that. But trying yeah. to look out. But saying, let's get them some clicks too. Facts. Let's, let's get them some. Why is it always here? Yeah. Yeah. It's funny to me how motherfuckers will adopt certain positions that are directly the opposite position they once held and was mad mm. at a motherfucker for having without the without the middle part of the discovery of hey I was wrong. Right. Hey, yo, it's, that's the part that kills me. It's not that you thought this way this time and now you think this way this time. It's the fact we don't see no in between where you made the realization I was wrong as fuck. Facts. We don't see that. Facts. Really. All due respect, man. Seriously. Go 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 get one of them them littles or something to be on on this next album or something. Get one of them littles, them youngs. You, you try to get some attention. I hate you so oh, much. Oh, I hate you so much. Oh, you trying to I, I, I hate your guts. Get Jay Z to get you a, a verse and show some shit on that shit. Like you, what I'm saying is, play the game. Yeah, play the game because your your publicists clearly have already and. Look, I'm not gonna give you. I'm not gonna give you that. I don't know what's going on. I'm not giving you that. You too big of an artist. No, hold up, hold up. Listen, he's too big. I know. I I feel like some of that is true, and this is why. He specifically mentioned the Source Awards. There ain't been a Source Awards in God okay. knows how long. <laughs> that might be true, but this is his ignorance. You yes, know what I'm saying? You know, no, I'm talk- not the publicist. I'm talking about specifically mm-hmm. Liddy. I mm-hmm. think that he might just not fucking get Man, it. Man, he know he know where he know when he go to a, a white publication. He knows a bunch of white folks. Oh no, there. that's facts. No, 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 that's facts. And, and, no, he knows the difference. Yeah, one hundred percent. He doesn't prioritize. I right. think right, right, right. He doesn't prioritize it, and because when I add this to what Zoe said, yeah, you don't prioritize us, sir. Yeah. You don't prioritize because it's hard to argue did, with the facts. If he did, he he'd have been, he'd have said something like, "Yo, well, no, I I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. I agree with yeah. that wholeheartedly because again, you're let me fucking you're one of the people. You're one of like there are a lot of celebrities, right? You're yes. one of the few people in the history of the world yes. with a justified fucking yes. as your middle name. Yes, you are Lenny fucking Kravitz. Kravitz. You could back. go. There's, I think he did, um. He did a version of um, Beyond the Watchtower that mm. uh, uh, that Jimi Hendrix did. He did a mm. version of that. I thought that was I thought that was tight too. That was very well done. Word. But nigga, you're Lenny Effin Kravitz. Come on, bro. You're like, Seth freaking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> you like, could have absolutely gone to any black. He literally could have done anything. He could have got one of his publicists. He could come here, call them. No, want to do an no, 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 no. Remember, we have new information now. He could have talked to his friend and super fan Stephen Hill. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck a publicist. That's true. 
he could have talked directly to the person who was in charge of making these decisions. But he, but he, but but he, uh, phrasing big though. So maybe he may. I don't, I don't gotta do that. Yo, get my man on the phone. Hey, Dad, I don't want to do anything, bro. Yo, I tell you what, we'll value you when you value us, bro. Yeah, we'll value if you listen. You're still Lenny fucking Kravitz. Absolutely. You want, listen, if you want to come on the Black Culture Gigs, <laughs> we'll give you 20 minutes. You'll say 20 minutes. I'm saying. <laughs> listen, up, to me clearly. Listen, listen to me clearly. Listen to me clearly. Listen to me clearly. Listen to me very clearly. If we get any guest who is eligible for fucking to be there, they're going to have the whole show. They're going to have the whole show, my guy. We might go four hours. Like. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, bro. Honestly, honestly, seriously speaking, we'll value you when you value us. Yeah, yeah. Um, this is, like I said, it's. I get the need people have to defend their favorites. Oh yeah, I that's that. natural. I absolutely get that, mm-hmm. and I empathize with that. Um, the the thing about it though is. If you hold your defenses of him up to 30 seconds of scrutiny, right, they right. fall apart because they don't really work. Like, could his publicists have lied to him? Absolutely. 1,000%. 1,000% is possible. However, you ain't asked them. Like, this, how fucking long have you been in the game? Since the nineties, so in this past thirty years, at no point did you think, "Huh, my pub, I want to go on these publications. I want to go to these award shows. My publishers told me they're not checking for me. Why is that? Or, hey, why didn't this statement come out twenty years ago, fifteen years ago? Right, it's." Any defense that I can think of kind of falls apart with it. It, it, it really does, bro. Mega, I said superstar. You're a megastar. You are a megastar, and you are capable of getting to any of these fucking entertainment uh, on, places that you want to. Come on, bro. 1,000%. Especially on. if it's not about the accolades, it's about the experience. And you would have made a way to figure out to get, get that, that experience. experience. Yeah. Very simple. Yeah. Very simple. And... A couple of appearances probably would have led to some type of performance, some type of recognition, some type which would have made more people aware. Um, maybe wasn't checking at first, but then they actually heard something, something in it that they liked, right? And then they went, Hey, I want to check out the rest of his show. Absolutely. See, like we're talking about a 30 plus year career. That, that, bro, your boy point that I brought up, yeah. That you yeah. ain't on none. Of, you ain't charting on none of the black none of charts. Them. None of them. Not a single black chart. None you them. had one top ten hit on any of those charts. Right. Come on, bro. Why? Why do you expect? Like I to play devil's advocate. Mm-hmm. If this was in completely one hundred percent good faith, right? I understand the argument mm-hmm. until you get back to. The country we live in, and the in the business that he's in, yeah, 
Once yeah. you add in those two things, I can't give you any benefit of the doubt because the country that we're in and the industry that you're in is based off of results, how much money you make, yeah. how much money you can make them, and yeah. all that other shit. How many and people based on your stats? What you're doing. Right. Bruh, right. Based on your stats, you didn't belong on any of those. And if and you cared about that, maybe you would you would have directed your publicists and PR folks to push for that. 30 right. years, bro. Right. 30 years. I'm not really having, like, I can't accept it. I can't accept it. And then the way that you went about it was wrong. Yeah. The way that you went about it was wrong. Going the to the white publication and then going directly to the black publication when you got the backlash. And then you promoted your your, your, your new project at the end. Sorry, bro. Like, and then, and then somebody reminded us of Zoe. So, yo, you have to value some of the, some of, listen, a lot of times, most of the time, you ain't got to tell us you value us. We'll see it. Right. It's like we'll see when you don't. Thanks. Without you saying a damn thing. His first and, album came out in 89. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you've been in this game way too long. Uh that's when I first that's when I first saw. First saw yeah. I was like, nah, you too much of a rock star. You like you look like a poser. He like a poser. It didn't come off as authentic to me. Right. You know what right, I'm saying? right. Um, but like I said, you've been in the game for 30 years now. You don't want mad Grammys. Obviously, there's people that that see what you do, like what you do, and went for it. And it's mm-hmm. an audience that's not our not us. But you valued it. They put money in your fucking pocket. They made you who you are right now. Right. Don't try to flip back the time stone to go back 30 years. Well, how come black folks ain't really? The time to think about that was back then. And then you you curate your behavior to get that result. Not 30 years later when nothing you've done has actually resonated with our community in any way and your publicist, whoever is responsible for getting you these interviews and shit like that hasn't moved in that direction. Right. Like, come on, bro. Like, what do you want? What do you want from us? I think that's the main question. What the fuck do y'all want from us? Is you, nigga, is you down? Or you not, right? If you're not, that's cool. We just need to know. What we a, don't, what we don't want or need, is for the 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 coming back after thirty goddamn years, pointing <clears throat> fingers at us for not covering you, bro. Especially when BET had you on their shit numerous times. Yeah, but why the fuck they gonna have you on the BET awards when you ain't ranking on no motherfucking black music charts? Right. Does that make sense? Whose slot you trying to take? There's other people that are that are clearly curating their music for this community. They shouldn't get a slot because they want to slide you in, and you know you're a bigger name. Mm-hmm. You know you're a bigger name because everyone. Let me tell you, this is a little secret that maybe a lot of you outside of our demographic don't realize. You ain't on on until the white demographic fuck with you. Yo, that's funny because there was another, there was a, a TikTok that went viral this week that 
I think that's the sentiment she was trying to express, but she mm-hmm. fucked it up completely. <laughs> and she, the backlash that she got, my nigga. She caught the beats. My nigga. Like, she lost a, a sponsorship with Macy's or some shit. Mm-hmm. She, she, she fucked it up. Exactly. She probably shouldn't engage in that at all. Because she, nah. she's not going to be able to say it the right way, then don't say and it. And she started off the video with, I don't care. Yeah, but we're not gonna get into that. That would be a whole nother. But let me uh let me just read some of these people's that been uh given special awards by the BET Awards. Um and the, the point that I'm trying to make is not that I put it like this. BET Awards is generally celebrated hip hop. Mind you, the BET Awards didn't come out until 2001. Facts. Let's Facts. clear that up first. Facts. By 2001, what was the musical landscape? Is what should be being asked when you're talking about something like this. No, but it's too much sensational shit to talk about first. Right. Um. So they have pretty much always been heavy on rap, R&B, and they leaned a little bit into gospel right. because by the 2001, these were the black genres. Yep. Like it or not, that's what the case was. So, there are people on here, on this list that I'm about to mention, that aren't even singers, but there are, or singers or rappers. Right. But there are people on here who do, who are uh, musical artists who did music that was outside of rap, R&B, and gospel. So, full list. Lifetime Achievement, Award winners, Whitney Houston, Earth, Wind & Fire, James Brown, Osley Brothers, Gladys Knight, Chaka Khan, Diana Ross, Al Green, OJs, Prince, Patti LaBelle, Mason, Frankie Beverly, Charlie Wilson, Lionel Richie, Smokey Robinson, Samuel Jackson, New Edition, Anita Baker, Mary J. Blige, Queen Latifah, uh, that one dude that just uh, had to step down from his company because um, he couldn't keep his hands to himself. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and Buster Rhymes. Um, humanitarian Award winners. Muhammad Ali, <clears throat> Meg Johnson, Danny Glover, Denzel Washington, Harry Belafonte, Don Cheadle, Quincy Jones, Alicia Keys, Wyclef, John Legend, Steve Harvey, Al Sharpton, Dwayne Wade, Merle Evers-Williams, Tom Joyner, Jesse Williams, Chance the Rapper, Naomi Wadler. I cannot pronounce the other people's name, and I'm not going to say, I'm not going to butcher it. And this one dude, I don't know why he on here, but I ain't going to say his name either. Uh, Nipsey Hussle, Beyonce, then the ultimate icon list is Janet Jackson, Deborah Lee, and Tyler Perry. Um, so like I said, there are several non-musician acts. There are several acts who are musicians that did not do most of their music in rap, R&B, or gospel. Right. This is not an attack on, quote, non-traditional Black music. Could, could we cut the cap? That'd be <laughs> nice. That'd be nice if we could cut the cap, you know? Because yeah. it, it's, again, we just tired of being like attacked. Yeah, that's really what it is. We're it's annoying at this point. Yeah, like, seriously. Um, for all of the people who kind of disregard, devalue, on a normal basis. Yeah. Don't think about us in black media. And I can say us in black media because we're black media. 
Thanks. Like, you you undervalue us. We don't get the looks. We don't get the the uh, access that other people get. Other demo of demographics with media companies, they get certain things we don't. They get a, it's a certain air of legitimacy about what they do that we don't get to enjoy. Yeah. Then on top of that, we got to deal with you doing this shit. Yeah. No, that's annoying. Like it's. <clears throat> That like that is the entire reason we're even doing this episode because yeah. I was so fucking annoyed by this yeah. <laughs> that, I, that I hit him up and I'm like, yo, can you can you do one topic? Because we got <laughs> listen, we got a bunch of shit that we we got to prepare for. I Nigga, prepare for. I'm sending out fulfillment shit to people to kickstart. Yo, shit. Like, as we are recording this, Tim leaves in what two days? Two days, my brother. Two days. I, I leave, leave Thursday morning. I leave in like four days. <laughs> You feel me? Like, but what we're not going to do, we got to address it. We had to, we had to throw our, our, our hat in the ring. Yeah. The black media. I was like, yo, no, yo. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Bruh. But yeah. Um, We want to thank you guys. Yeah, absolutely. We feel like we giving a service to our audience. Yeah, with this, because y'all really wouldn't have gotten anything new. Yeah, y'all didn't just got clip shows. You just got clip shows. So yeah. here you go. Uh, happy holidays for this one. This is our present to you guys. Absolutely. Oh, um, uh, Lenny, come just just just, just, just holler at us. Um, yeah, we can, we can have this conversation. We'll, we'll get you on. Matter of fact, we'll start an award show just for you. <laughs> yeah. We'll start an award show just for you. Just just, just have you. your people call our people. Call our people. Yeah. yeah. But uh just as a quick reminder, there is always music. Always. It's always music, old music, always. new music, whatever. It's always Absolutely. music to go and stream. Um <clears throat> we have to we're going we're going to re-upload uh one of our uh uh albums, Insurrection yep. Day. It's mm-hmm, gonna have mm-hmm. some new tracks on there and all of that yep. stuff as well. So be on the lookout for that. Um also, uh, I think it's like seven, we got seven days left to go in the Majestic Comics issue two Shattered Alliance Kickstarter. So if you're going to support, got seven days to do so. We appreciate right. all the people that already have. Y'all are the best. The other day, I got to finally watch a complete episode of Heard It Through the Grapevine. Mm-hmm. It was funny. Yeah, uh, then you you were the main character for real. Yeah, no, I was on some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I was some bullshit. I definitely was some bullshit. It was fun. It was fun though. It was fun, right? So right. y'all need to go and check that out. Absolutely. Um, but also, also they're on break. That, so that was they're on break. That, yeah, was, yeah. that was the last episode for the year. So they'll be back at the top of the year. Yeah, they'll be they'll be back at the top of the year. We'll be back at the top of the year. Um, and of course, our guy super super side guy, the Medicine Mutants podcast. You want to check that out as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we appreciate everything you people do. I can't wait till we uh, get back, but not so soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying it to really can, enjoy it. Can, it can linger a little bit. Yeah, it can linger a little bit. Yeah, yeah you know. But uh, right. anyway, for my man SPJ, you, I am Tombstone the Dead Man, and for the greater, uh huh, multi world entertainment family, we are out. Peace. Hey, Lenny. Peace.